I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I really needed a pat on the fanny today. And my lady wonder wench came through. She usually does. Let me explain. The only hero I ever had in my life was my dad. Dad was a a quiet, smart, strong, funny guy. He taught music for a living, and, and he taught living with his music. He was a good teacher, and he understood that show is always more important than tell. And one of the most important lessons that he ever showed me was the power of the fanny pat. When Dad went off to work in the morning, he always gave Mom a quick pat on the fanny, and she almost always looked up at him and smiled and gave him one back. It was just a quick, completely natural, and for reasons that I didn't understand until the year I turned 12, it was obviously an important thing for both of them. Dad didn't waste words. When I walked into the house with a pack of cigarettes rolled up in the sleeve of my T-shirt, you know, like all the other guys in the neighborhood, he didn't yell, he didn't preach, he just asked me how many of his friends always seemed to be trying to quit smoking. I thought for a minute, and I said, well, seems to me like all of your friends are always trying to quit smoking. So he looked at me, and he lifted one eyebrow, and he said, so why do you want to start? And that was it. I never wanted to touch a cigarette again. He was that kind of guy. Dad taught me about love from the time I was born. I remember him carrying me around and singing. And that was before I understood any words. And I swear, I remember feeling the that strong, gentle, deep vibrations of his voice. It made me feel very safe when I was just a very tiny kid. He taught me about sex when I was about seven years old. We saw our dog whistle in an enthusiastically romantic moment with the lady dog next door. And that's what started that going. And, and he taught me about loving a woman the year I turned 12. I remember that very well. He was going to work and he gave mom a pat on the fanny and she smiled and gave him one back just like always. And he looked over at me and he, and he noticed that, that I saw and he just winked. That was it. One quick wink. And it taught me more than most guys ever learn about loving a woman. Just that one wink. He let me know that he understood that I understood. And I did. That one wink, just one wink after the fanny pat. Fanny pat was a very important part of the learning process. Always has been, always will be. There's a lot of power in a fanny pat. It's usually kind of a funny thing. you know. Sometimes it's sexy and sometimes it's not. A mom gives her kid a little pat on the fanny when she's giving him a bath. You ever see that? A little kid usually understands, too, and you can tell. Because there's usually a little kid giggle and some kind of little kid dance, you know, legs kicking around. It almost always happens like that. 300-pound NFL linemen give each other fanny pats when they crush some unlucky, skinny little quarterback. And a baseball pitcher throws a good game. The manager comes out, maybe the bottom of the eighth to, to bring in a, a reliever. When he takes the game ball from the pitcher, he gives him a little pat on the backside. Well, let me tell you, I needed a fanny pat bad today. 
And my lady Wonder Wench came through like she always does. Wonder Wench is my wife, as she's my only wife. She's also my girlfriend. But I do have another girlfriend. I call her Miss T. And Miss T was hit by an SUV last night, and she was hurt badly. Miss T's full name is N2203 Tango, Miss T for short, my little airplane. I was about to put Miss T to bed last night when an SUV came roaring around the corner of the hangar and clipped her hard. They think she's going to survive, but it's going to be close and expensive. Happened fast. Bad stuff usually does, doesn't it? About a minute before it happened, Wonder Wench called me on her cell phone to tell me that she was at the airport gate and she was going to pick me up and drive me home. And she said, is everything okay? And it was, you know. So I said, sure, see you in a minute. I disconnected the call and pow, the SUV hit. I saw red. I had a, had a wrench in my hand at the time and I only half realized what I was doing. I was running over to the SUV and I was getting ready to pop it right between the driver's eyes. There's no kidding. But before I had a chance... Wonder Wench drove around the corner, and I could see that scared look in her face right through the windshield. And, and all of a sudden, that, that big red balloon I was living in burst, you know, and deflated. And I wasn't angry anymore. I was just sad, very sad, like somebody had just died. If you've never flown an airplane, please try to understand... Miss T and I have been together for more than a decade. We've come to trust each other, you know? She trusted me not to bounce her landings too hard. Then I trusted her not to come apart when the heavy turbulence hits. She took Wonder Wench and me to visit family and friends who live far away, and she flew us up among the stars on clear, quiet, almost Christmas Eve nights. And she carried us through rainbows and, and over fireworks together. Wonder Wench and me. And now she's hurt. Bad. And she may not survive. Well, the SUV guy and I exchanged insurance information, and he said, I'm sorry, and I, I think I said something like, yeah. And I hardly knew what to do. Her ailerons are broken, and her flaps, and her, her tail surfaces, and, and part of the cockpit. Well, never, never mind. I think you understand. Then Wonder Wench did it. She gave me a kiss, and she gave me a pat on the fanny. And she said, come on, let's go home. And I gave her a pat on the fanny. That was nice. And we did. We went home. Thanks, Dad. Dick's Details. A series of fascinating but totally unimportant facts for you to stick in your ear so you can squeeze the important things that are keeping you awake out the other ear, and you can just nod off to sleep. Hey, Louie Louie generation people, pessimism raises blood pressure and laughing lowers it. So if you find that all of the names in your telephone book are ending in the letters MD these days, go pat somebody in the backside, all right? Let them pat you back. Babies cry without tears till about six weeks old. Also without stopping, you may have noticed. An adult octopus has about 2,000 suckers. Can you imagine the kind of hickeys that must go on with those guys when they get romantic? Dick's Details. They take your mind off your mind.
I know my sad stories about my little airplane aren't going to get much sympathy from a lot of the boys with toys people. And, and it's true. You know, boys do like toys. It's never too late to have a happy childhood. That's the way we see it. But sometimes there's something even more important than our toys. A good headhunter is a genuinely dangerous guy. He's deadly. He's a street fighter. And that's you. You find jobs for high-powered executives. You're good at it. Maybe the best. You love it. You love the excitement. You love the challenge. You love the money. The money and the toys, those are the headhunter's trophies. Condo on the beach. A personal jet. Garage full of fancy automobiles but you're also a nice guy so you were glad to introduce a friend of yours to exactly the right person to fill an important opening in his company you didn't take a fee for that one you made it a birthday present to him and she was a perfect fit right from the first day smart driven well connected she was so perfect and they worked so well together as a matter of fact that they fell in love that happens but it made a problem for you and for your wife because you and your wife have known your friend and his wife since you double dated in college when he told you what was happening you were very glad that he was so obviously happy you might have been just a little jealous of the passion that his new mistress brought to his life and for some reason you couldn't help feel sorry for his wife as she watched 15 years of marriage melt away in their amazing lust. That surprised you, because you never really liked his wife. Maybe she was a little bit too much like you. Headstrong, clever, a little bit ruthless. She had an annoying habit of blowing loose strands of hair out of her eyes with a quick jet of breath. She did that because she didn't have time to do it with her hands. They were always busy doing something else. On a summer night that started out innocently enough, you and your wife invited her to dinner at your beach house. They were friends. You felt a little bit out of place. After all, you were the one who introduced her husband to the woman who became his mistress. So after dinner, you decided to leave the women to talk things over. And you went for a walk by the ocean. It was a soft summer night. The tide was out, and there was an almost full moon. You built a bonfire, you kicked off your shoes, and lay down and just stretched out on the sand. It was the first time in a long time that you just let go. You started thinking about your own marriage. It was mostly okay, except for the affair that your wife had for about six months with her boss. You almost lost her. But when he tried to get her to leave you, she told you about it instead. Naturally, you were angry because she had slept with another man. But you're also relieved because she told you about it. You were kind of proud because she chose you over him. You both decided to be intelligent about it, to use your heads to put things back together again. But it never 
completely worked out. Things were always just a little off-center ever since then. Like a day that starts out in a strange town with the wrong radio station on your clock alarm. You knew she was there before you saw her. You could feel her watching you as she walked toward you carrying her high heel shoes and swinging her hips in that smooth, confident way that you found almost insulting. She said, your wife has gone to bed and I wanted to thank you for dinner and your hospitality before I go. The ocean breeze was playing in her long, soft, loose-fitting, simple dark blue dress lifting it in quick little puffs, silhouetting quick glimpses of her body's slopes and curves against the firelight. She was smiling that irritating smile of hers. She had startlingly white teeth and soft, muscular lips that obviously had a challenge about them. But the biggest challenge was in her eyes was almost an animal challenge and it it bothered you. That self-confident boldness in her eyes. And then the firelight did a curious thing. It caught in her eyes for just a moment a hurt, frightened little girl inside that proud, angry, self-disciplined woman. And when that happened, suddenly your hunter's instincts kicked in and everything went into a kind of a slow motion. All of your senses magnified the things around you and you caught a trace of her perfume in the ocean air and the sand became satin soft. The ocean was a rumble somewhere in the dark and her voice was making small half words only fingertips away. Her skin looked cool but her eyes were warm and shining in the firelight and moist around the edges as if she were sweating inside. You're a bright guy. You're headstrong, you're ruthless. You're a dangerous hunter. And you understand this deadly game. It could cost you your home, your marriage, all the things you love, all the trophies of an entire lifetime's hunting. But her lips were soft and muscular in the summer night. And her eyes flashed an animal challenge in the firelight. And most important, a hurt little girl looked up from your arms and smiled. And in the end, the heart is still the deadliest hunter of them all.
it's called The Headhunter. It's from the upcoming personal audio CD called Bedtime Stories 2, working on it right now. If you like the story, you can just keep this podcast, or if you'd like to check out other stories just like it, go on back to DickSummer.com, check out the first Bedtime Stories CD. Well, what have we learned? No doubt about it, boys do like toys. But there are more important things that happen every once in a while. We've learned that when things go very wrong, or very right for that matter, there there are just very few things in life as important as a pat on the fanny. Fanny pat power. And I have to admit, I was watching Wonder Wench walk over to her car this morning. and She has a very ladylike walk. And I couldn't help but thinking, wouldn't it be kind of nice if I could have just left my hand where it was patting all day? Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.